Good morning, it's Friday the 1st of July It's International Reggae Day Happy birthday Missy Elliott, Dan Aykroyd, Pamela Anderson and Daniel Ricciardo Thursday saw a major strategic victory for Ukraine in the Black Sea as Russian troops withdrew from Snake Island, an outpost that has been fought over since the beginning of the war. The decision came on the second day of the NATO summit in Madrid, an event that Russian President Vladimir Putin was certainly paying close attention to. He issued a stern warning to Finland and Sweden, who've now been formally invited to join the alliance. They only must clearly understand that there were no threats to them before. Now, if military contingents and infrastructure are deployed, there, we will have to respond in a mirror manner. In response, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg pledged support for the two nations and claimed the alliance is prepared for anything. The most important thing for us is that Finland and Sweden will become members of uh, the alliance. We are there to protect all allies and, of course, also Finland and Sweden, and we are prepared for all eventualities. But one person who's not crossed with Putin is former Formula One owner and business magnate Bernie Eccleston, who found himself in hot water after making some interesting remarks and good morning, Britain. Yeah, I'd still take a bullet for him. I'd rather it didn't hurt, but I'm if it does, I'd still take a bullet. The topic of Ukraine not surprisingly dominated the NATO summit with members outlining their ongoing support in terms of aid and weapons. The UK promised £1 billion in aid, including air defence systems and further training. The US weighed in with $800 million more. The summit has also seen the alliance take a more clearly defined posture after Russia and UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson warned that failure to stop Russian forces could pose a threat to freedom across the world. He had a clear message about the best way forward. For us to win the argument around the world about our values, what we stand for, uh, about our opposition to the use of force to change boundaries, about the the primacy of, of international law. The best way to win that argument is for the Ukrainians to win and for Putin to fail And U.S. President Joe Biden shared the sentiment offering the country's unwavering support for Ukraine. We are going to stick with Ukraine and all of the allies who stick with Ukraine as long as it takes to, in fact, make sure that they are not defeated. This week saw a Sinn Féin motion for an emergency budget fail to get enough votes in the Dáil, but they haven't given up on trying to get the government to take more action on the cost of living crisis. Sinn Féin's Pierce Doherty raised the issue of rising costs for parents sending children back to school in September and proposed increasing the back-to-school allowance by 50%. This year in the cost of a living crisis, where bills and prices continue to spiral, many parents are stressed and are really anxious. A child's education should be a cherished right, but for so many, the price of education education is a cause of concern, a cause of anxiety, and that is simply wrong. Donatelia was unmoved, however. He says that the inflation crisis is going to get worse before it gets better. We're facing a global inflation crisis, and it won't end because of any budget, whether it's an emergency budget before the autumn or whether it's one in autumn. This is something we're going to be grappling with uh, for months, uh, if not years ahead. There are some signs, however, that the government is at least considering moving the budget, which is scheduled for October, back by a few weeks, as suggested by Minister Eamon Ryan on Morning Ireland. I wouldn't object if we had to move into the September period rather than October and I think that's a matter for Cabinet to decide early next week.
In the U.S., Judge Kentanji Brown-Jackson made history as she became the Supreme Court's first black woman justice. It marked the end of a chaotic Supreme Court term, which finished with a landmark ruling where it curbed the ability of America's top environmental regulator, the EPA, to limit greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. Ginger Z, chief meteorologist at ABC News, says that's a potential disaster. What the outcome today means, not just for the EPA, but for the world, that this is going to make it way more difficult. This decision following the ruling which relaxed gun laws and the overturning of Roe versus Way and it's led Joe Biden to call the court out publicly. The one thing that has been destabilizing is the outrageous behavior of the Supreme Court of the United States. And he says it's time to take action. I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law and if the filibuster gets in the way it's like voting rights it should be the require an exception to the filibuster for this action. So to come this my 7 Island edition, Jason Biggs has some awkward pie-based explaining to do and Colin Farrell is heading for Thailand. Right after this. Welcome back. Day four of Wimbledon saw Rafa Nadal through to the third round in four sets, beating Lithuania's Ricardas Barankis. Coco Gauff eased into the third round with a straight sets win over Romania's Miela Bozaransku. Britain's Jack Draper had a hard-fought game against Alec de Manure, losing 5-7, 7-6, 6-2, 6-3 to the Australian. And Wimbledon's current bad boy Australia's Nick Kyrgios won his match today and, of course, had a few words for the press. There's a lot of positives. You know, I didn't play anywhere near my best and got through it. And today, obviously, you know, I was kind of in my zone, just great body language, just played well. And, you know, I just wanted to remind everyone that I'm pretty good. The chickens have come home to roost for actor and comedian Jason Biggs, who's been making the rounds promoting the game show Cash at Your Door. He was on the Drew Barrymore show earlier this week where he revealed an awkward conversation with his oldest son about that scene in American Pie. He's used enough... Context clues. People have specifically mentioned the, oh my God, that thing you did. And he's, you know, like, what did you do exactly? And he's starting to ask the questions. Yeah, and I just tell him I. Way back in 2018, the world was transfixed by the story of 12 boys and the coach of a thigh soccer team who became trapped in caves after heavy rain. Now 13 Lives is hitting the big screen and Ron Howard directs a true life drama which follows a team of world-class divers scour miles of dangerous cave networks to try to save them. It stars Joel Edgerton and Colin Farrell and is due to drop on Amazon Prime on August 5th. No sign of Elon Musk though. Last seen nine days ago, 12 boys and their coach are trapped in the flooded Hello? Hey, they're here. How many of you? Thirteen. Thirteen? They're all alive. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.